What's up, family? I am so excited to be sharing with you today. It is July 5th. Hope you've had an amazing weekend. Um, I hope and pray that this time, these 30 days of devotions and prayer have been impactful for you. Uh, it's been awesome for me. I, I just pray that you've been able to see some progress in yourself because remember, it's about progress and not perfection. Um, I'm ready to just dive right in today because we are in 1st John chapter 3 and this this section right here this section right here this thing this thing could preach and I know I know I'm gonna try to keep it condensed I'm gonna try to keep it condensed to keep it you know just basic devotion but man does this thing preach because this this thing is so, this chapter is so fitting for where we are right now in our society and I'm just excited to share so let's just jump right in um, so at the before the first things I noticed about this chapter is that, that uh, John puts into perspective what it's like to be a child of God and how awesome it is to be a child of God and paints the picture of hope of being a child of God and what an honor it is. And then also, he also gives us an understanding that the world doesn't understand us and they're not supposed to understand us because they haven't met Jesus yet. So if you feel like you're, you, the world doesn't get you and the world is just on a different page than you are, then you're in the right spot because the world hasn't met Jesus yet. And if the world hasn't met Jesus, they're not going to understand you. So if that's the case, you're in the right spot. So have that hope and have that understanding that it's okay if you feel like you're on a different page and a different wavelength than most of the world because that's where you're supposed to be. But then he just goes in and flat out, flat out says it. Sinning is sinning. He's like, sinning is sinning and people who are believed don't, don't sin. If you truly have change in your heart, you do not sin. And But the reason that we don't sin, and he's not saying that we don't stumble, but he's saying the reason that we don't sin is that uh, we're not sinning because we know that we're winning. We're not sinning because we know that we're winning. So let me break that down a little bit. Because we don't sin, we choose not to sin. Because all right, So first of all, life is full of choices. That's all life is. Life is literally nothing but a series of choices. From the time you open your eyes, you have to decide to hit the snooze button or hit the stop button. You have to decide to get up. You have to decide what you're going to wear. Decide which, if you're going to eat, what you're going to eat. Are you going to go work out today? Life is nothing but choices. And the thing is, when we go all in with Christ, right? When we go all in with Christ, we now look through the lens of hope. And we look through the lens of whether or not this choice is going to glorify God. Plain and simple. Like, we we now have given over everything to Christ. So we now have to look at every decision that we make about whether or not this is glorifying to God. And so we choose. We choose not to sin because we have the hope and the belief and understanding that one day we are going to live with Christ in paradise forever. So we make the choice not to sin. So we don't sin because we know we're going to win. That's the beauty of it. We choose not to sin because we know in the end we are going to win. So we make choices 
because of that, because of the love we have for Christ and the love we have for God, because of what he did and what he gave to us, we choose not to do these things. We choose not to sin because we want to live a life that is glorifying and pleasing to him. So that pretty much covers all the way through verse 10. And then we get to the part that really hits home, especially in today's day and age that we're in. And it's and it pre, it's pretty simple. It's love over hate. Love over hate. And it gets really, really deep into it. He says, from the beginning, you've been taught to love one another. And then it says um, right here in verse 13, it says, do not be surprised, my brothers, if the world hates you. Don't be surprised if the world hates you. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love our brothers. Anyone who does not not uh, excuse me, anyone who does not love remains in death. Anyone who hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life in him. Straight up. So the world may hate you. Why? Because they haven't experienced the love of Christ yet. And that's how we know. That's how we know. That's the mark of a changed soul is when you know that they go from hate to love. They choose to love. And when we have gone from death, being asleep, not knowing the truth of Christ, the good news of the gospel, to life, knowing the truth, knowing the good news of the gospel, we are now awoke, woke, we're now awakened to understanding the love of Christ and the love. We, we cannot hate anymore. There is no more hate within us because we've been filled with the love of Christ. And we see people through the lens of Christ, through the eyes of Christ. And what we see is a creation. We see someone who is of value. We see someone who is not different than us or who may be different than us in certain ways. But they are still our brothers and sisters of one father, true father. And that's God and Christ Jesus. So we choose to no longer hate. We can't hate. It is impossible. And it's it's plain and clear. If you have hatred for anybody, anybody, for any reason, it says that eternal life is not in you. Eternal life is not in you. And it says that's how the world is going to know who we are. It's because of our love. You see, uh, what and then how do we even know what love is, right? So he goes into so you know it's like an old song. I want to know what love is. All right, so forgive my singing. I'm sorry, but it breaks it down right here. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. If anyone has material possessions and sees his brother in need, but has no pity on him, how can the love of God be in him? Dear children, not let us love with words or tongue, but with actions and in truth. Plain and simple. How do we know what, what love is? Is when we're willing to give up ourselves. Willing to give up our needs, our wants, our desires, our passions. To see other people be loved and be taken care of. And be brought into equality. And be brought into actual justice. And we do it through action, not just words. I know I've been challenged recently on not being just an Instagram or Twitter warrior. And not just fighting for social justice with, with my words. But to be a person of action. To be a person who, who goes and is actually going to do things to build 
bridges and to be to fill the gap and to bring people together in reconciliation and to help my brothers and sisters um, reach a place of equality, reach a place of justice. And that is one thing we all need to take into account and take into take an inventory of ourselves of where are we on that scale of love? Are we just going to sit back and talk and say that we're that we love our brothers and sisters or are we ready to take action? Because if we're not taking action, then we're not really doing anything. And it says it clearly right there. We need to be people of action and love is an action word, not just vocal. Love is an action word. And then um, it goes on and it basically says, um, and it sums it all up, the whole chapter up in this right here. Uh, and this is his command. Verse 23. This is his command. To believe in the name of the Son of Jesus Christ and to love one another as he commanded. That's it. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Like, it is that simple. We need to believe in his name. And because we believe in his name, we choose not to sin. And because we are choosing not to sin, we cannot have hate in our heart for anybody. And we love our brothers and sisters. We love them, not just with words, but in action and in truth. Action and in truth. We bring out the truth. We make sure truth and justice prevail and we choose and choose to love and to not have hate because if you have hate in your heart you do not have God in your heart so I challenge you today to take a spiritual personal inventory check on yourself are you a, are you a person who chooses not to sin and are you a person who loves in action and in truth and not just in words do you truly love because if we're filled with the love of Christ we're it automatically just pours out of us and we love others unconditionally so that's my challenge to you today let's pray Lord Heavenly Father I pray Lord God that you will help us do a spiritual inventory check of ourselves Lord God pray Lord God that well, first of all, we just thank you, Lord God, that we even have the hope, Lord God, that we have the choice, Lord God, to live for you and to go all in with you, Lord God. And we thank you that one day, Lord God, as believers, Lord God, that we get to spend an eternity in paradise with you. Lord God, I pray that we will just check ourselves, Lord God. Pray that we will be people of action and not just words and in truth, Lord God. Let us love our neighbors, Lord God. Let us love our brothers and sisters, Lord God. Let us put their needs above our own, Lord God. No matter what the cost is, Lord God. Let us put others above ourselves, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that you will just be with us, Lord God, as we continue on this journey. Pray that you will just move in our hearts, Lord God, and show us the way. In Jesus' name, amen. I love you guys. I hope you have gotten something from this. There's so much more in this. I mean, honestly, I I feel like I need to have this whole thing like just in front of me all the time. But I hope you are well. Be blessed.